My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 103. Today, Jared and I kind of did a special time. It's an early Monday morning, and uh, we just kind of wanted to process the uh, the passing of Kobe Bryant um, and his daughter Gigi and all um, on that helicopter. And so we just kind of talked a little bit about just how we felt, childhood memories, and um, what this kind of looks like from a business perspective on uh, maybe how to do content, how to be careful with when you put content out, um, and just as human beings, how we respond. So, um, yeah, not the most fun podcast episode, but uh, I think it was good to process through. So let's go. Just some old heads from outer space, like we come from a whole other time and place, mad men. Mad, mad men. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. How was your weekend? It was uh, it was pretty good. We got to eat pancakes together, and I forgot about that. That feels like a long time. I know that does feel like a long time ago. And then yesterday, you broke some news to me. Sorry, that wasn't the uh, the greatest news. No. Yeah, I didn't know. Um, I, w- I was just praying it was not true. Yeah. Well, yeah, you texted me and asked me if I like heard of it, referring to. Uh, of course, uh, Kobe. Yeah. Um, yeah. You text me and asked if I'd heard about Kobe. And I was like, no. And I wasn't, for some reason, usually when somebody like texts that, it's usually because like of a death. Yeah. Or something. But for some reason, I wasn't expecting when I like, um, searched his name on Twitter for that to come up. And it like nothing like really definitive came up after I like researched it. Yep. I was like, I don't know if this is true. I haven't, I haven't seen like any verified yep. Twitter accounts tweet this. And then I think you texted me back and then I refreshed my search and then it just came flooding in. Yeah. I, uh, what, what, what caught me off guard was I saw it and then it said it was from TMZ. And when I clicked it, it took me to a link that said that TMZ site was down. So I was like, man, and then I started thinking, man, this is a really good scam because it looks real. Looks like it's on TMZ's site, which I know a lot of people think TMZ's. I don't know. They've been pretty accurate lately. Yeah, they have. And fast. So, but it just went to this page that said not found basically and the site was down. So then I kind of was like, okay, it's not real. Went to Twitter. Oh, I Googled Kobe's name immediately. And there was a ton of articles from LeBron passing him the night before mm-hmm. the points. But there was nothing about it. Yeah. Went to TMZ's site. Site was down still. And so I, that's why I texted you. I was like, is this, this can't be real. But it was further than just those ones that are like clickbaity. There's a little bit more information out there. So I was like, hmm, maybe it's true. But they got that information out quick. Yeah, they did. TMZ was fast. Yeah, good or bad, I don't know, but we, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know, yeah, I, I like hadn't seen anything about it. Like the last thing I heard about Kobe was LeBron passing him. Yep, I hadn't heard like anything about that until you texted me, and then still like even after I researched it after you texted me, I still couldn't really figure anything out. And then mm-hmm. it seemed like it all got confirmed. And there's like a bunch of updates all at all at the same time. Yeah. 
there's something about like the beauty of Twitter where people can get information out fast, but there's also something beautiful about like confirmed sources. Yeah. Like when the ESPN guys started uh started tweeting it out, that's how I was like, Oh no. This may this may legitimate be real. Yeah. And it just went quick from there. I mean, I think it was like what, ten minutes after I text you? Like everything flooded in at once. Yeah. Cause you never know nowadays. People like with how uh like some people's sense of humor isn't the best sense of humor. Yep. So a lot of times it'd be like, oh, they're making a play on like him being passed by LeBron. Now Kobe's like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it, uh, you see like how someone's small tweet blew up because somebody tweeted basically the TMZ site was down. And so they had said something about maybe being hacked. Mm-hmm. Then that, that narrative flew. Like people went all over that. And so there are people like, oh, TMZ has been hacked. TMZ has been hacked. So that's when that was one of the first things I saw, which made sense because the site was down. I was like, oh, that's great news. Because my heart stopped as soon as I saw the the first thing. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, I, I, I didn't believe it when you texted me that. I was like, because he, I don't know. I guess he was just a guy that almost seemed invincible. Not invincible, but I mean, it was going to be around forever. Yeah. Being be in his 70s, still at NBA games. Yeah. Still like investing in the game. Yeah. 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 If you're not a sports fan... Kobe Bryant is way bigger than sports. But he was definitely one of the greatest players that ever played the game. Uh-huh. Definitely one of the greatest players in our lifetime. Uh-huh. We grew up. It was basically Michael Jordan uh-huh. and Kobe. Yeah. And he had Shaq and all of that. I mean, there's just so many layers to him. Such a smart guy. And then... We were just watching ESPN, and, and they said he was, what, knew four languages? Well, they, they said they said three confirmed... He spoke German to someone else, which would make fourth. And then, and then you were telling about the Luca. Yeah, thing. and then there was like a story. I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago. Last time the Mavs played um, the Lakers, and Luca's. I think Luca was like super, like growing up was super inspired by Kobe. Mm. Uh, but he was the Mavs were playing the Lakers, and um, I think after the game they're inter- interviewing Luca, and he said that he just heard somebody like talking trash in a playful manner in his native language, which is like Slovenian. And he turned around and it was Kobe. <laughs> so Kobe, apparently he knows some Slovenian too. Jeez. So he's a, he's, yeah, I mean, he's pretty intelligent dude. Yeah, man. And then, so we're just kind of walking you through the timeline of how this played out in our life yesterday. Um, but then all, all the news starts flooding in. Yeah. So it's like all four of his daughters or on board the, the helicopter with him. Initial report, by the way, went like before ESPN confirmed any of this, was his wife was with him. Yeah. And then his four daughters, so the whole family was on board. It's like, oh, no. And then there's another former Laker great named Rick Fox. Which, I, that's those are the things that, like, how did that even get in there? I have no idea. Because that had, that, had, that had more traction than people thought. I, th- I think the, like, one of the initial reports was there was another basketball player like another laker former laker player on the plane or some like a former basketball player on the or basketball player on the plane which i think it was referring to the other young girl of the other family that died that was okay on uh kobe's daughter's gianna's basketball team and she was the other basketball player 
but I don't know how that got turned. In, yeah, I don't know how that got turned into Rick Fox. Yeah, I, I didn't know until somebody um, somebody actually reached out to Rick Fox. I was like, "Do you know what's going on?" I don't think he had any idea, obviously, that his name was attached to it at all. But yeah, the uh, the I guess the second update I got was that I saw on Twitter was the off war of his daughters are on the plane. So I was like, God, I know, man. I was broken. And then that wasn't true. It was just one daughter, which is still tragic. Yeah, the worst. I, that was the we're talking about. It's like this weird feeling where as you're processing through everything, you, like, you're almost relieved to know that this whole family wasn't on there. It's like a weird feeling of relief to feel in the midst of, like, just sheer heartbreak. Yeah. And I don't know why, man. I I mean, I was, Katie and I were talking yesterday about just, like, all the people we've lost you know, in the last 10 years, celebrities and stuff. And this one hurts worse than anybody for some reason. You see, he was kind of huge. And he's like in the prime. They, they kept saying on ESPN, like, he's in the prime of his life. Yeah. Like, he's worked his whole life in basketball. He's now getting to just enjoy his family. Yeah. And people downplay it as, like, he was just an athlete. He was, like, he made a living playing, like, a child's game or whatever people want to word it. But I think about it uh, as... The NBA is a billion-dollar global business. For sure. And he's an icon of it. Yeah. So just think of any other billion-dollar global business. Yeah. If an icon of that business died, that's who Kobe was. Yeah. And he, and he like, stretched far beyond just basketball. Yeah. And that's what I think. I think it's hard for people who aren't sports fans to comprehend. Also, is like, especially as a kid, and even as an adult, like, how... Influential, influential a, a person could be. Yeah, I mean, it's like there's probably multiple, multiple, multiple people who probably grew up um, not in the best household who looked up to Kobe. Yeah. He inspired them, and like they have a living now because they had a dude to look up to, yep. and who like set the standard for them to strive to, and now like they reach their goal. Yeah, or if they didn't have that guy to look up to, I don't know where they'd be right now. I know, man. So he's like way way beyond just a dude who played a game. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I think that was, you get anybody, even people who aren't big NBA fans, and they go grab a piece of paper and they wad it up and they shoot it into a, a trash can. Yeah. They say, Kobe. Yep. He's like Rainy Moss. Yeah. I was thinking about that today. Like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's so big and it was, it's just, you add the layers of family in and I don't know. I just think, too, like, I know he, he sacrificed a lot to be the greatest at his craft. And they were talking to um, somebody. I watched so many interviews yesterday. I think it was Jay Williams. I don't know. But talking about how he'd gone early to go shoot. Or, no, he stayed after the game to shoot. Um, and Kobe came in and was shooting. And he asked him, like, what are you doing here? And he said, I saw you coming in. And I wanted you to know that you'll never outwork me. And that's who he always was. Like yeah. the, people told stories like that all the time about just somebody who invested. It's just but, it's so sad. But I also think he did that. I think he did that partly for himself, but I think he did it for like the other players too, yeah. to to push them and make them better. Yeah. I think he was always looking to how he could make other players better, help help like inspire people um, just to be better, so he could move yeah. the game forward and move people forward. Like not only in the basketball realm, but like in their lives. Yeah. It was it was interesting hearing uh, um, Jalen Rose just now talk on ESPN about the eighty one point game. 
where Kobe scored 81, basically all on him. <laughs> and uh, which I'm sure is not fun for him to talk about. Yeah. Um, but to hear like, that Kobe didn't a single time during that game didn't talk trash. Yeah. Because he was locked in. That's wild. Yeah. Because that, listen, I'm over 14 points. I'm jawing in your ear. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just such a special. I know people do this all the time when like somebody passed away, you like celebrate their life. But I don't know. I think from a sports perspective, there's been no bigger loss in our lifetime. Yeah. Maybe I would even argue personally for me, even in a celebrity status. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of one. Michael Jackson was a big one. Michael Jackson was a big one. I can remember us being at like summer camp when we found out about that one. Yep. But yeah. That one didn't, I guess it, I, we didn't grow up when like Michael Jackson was in like the midst of his career, like yeah. super big. I know he is like big forever. Um, even after um, his career, but Kobe, we kind of, we kind of grew up with, I mean, not, he came into the league, I think in like 96. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of grew up watching his yeah. career play out from like the infancy of it to like the dominance of it. Yeah. I mean, all of it. Yeah. I mean, how many championships do you have? Five. I mean, I don't know, man. There's just something special about him. Like on and off the court. Yeah. Like he just seemed like he had this switch that I, I want and desire where he was like humble and confident, but also like had the swag and the cockiness needed to go to a different yeah. level. We also came into, like, I, th- I think a, a bunch of people, um, like, don't realize he was a, a dude who came straight out of high school into the league. Yeah. They like held him to the standard because he was a professional athlete. He's a, like an 18 year old. Yeah. In a, like, making millions. In a grown man's game. In a grown man's game. So, yeah. He might have made some mistakes. Yeah. But he was an 18-year-old who came in the league, and I would I would hate to be, like, judged by actions I did when I was that young. For sure. When there wasn't a camera on me. <laughs> For sure. There's, we were talking about this earlier. There's two things I think people should heavily consider before they say. Heavily. And we're going to talk about some of this in a second, but the first one is bringing up some of the stuff in Kobe's past. Yeah. Like first off, I don't think anyone's claiming that Kobe was perfect. Uh-huh. But I would just hate for my life to be defined by a couple moments. I think it's yeah. unfair. I think a lot of people don't know all the details of those situations. And I'm not trying to say Kobe was perfect. That's never been a thing. But I just look at my own life, and I just know that at some point in my journey, I'm very capable of making a decision that I would hate for my whole life to just hinge yeah. on. And, like, kind of inspirational to see, like, who he became. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, like, you're, like, just watching, like, his his story arc and the arc of who he, who he was as a person. Like, I think you can, people can look and be like, all right, this, this like, yep. one mistake or these, these couple of mistakes don't define me. I can still, like, move past it and become this person who is now, like, super invested in community and like just wanting to make the best for people. Yeah. I mean, so many people. Yeah. I mean, he's got a family. He's got four girls. So I think just before you tweet or say anything, I would consider that. Yeah. This is not the time. And it's just not beneficial. And I think it's a bad reflection of you in terms of how you view people and 
I don't think we have to, Kobe's not a god. Um, but I think he did a lot of things for a lot of people, and I think he should be celebrated. Second thing is, we talked about this this morning. It bothered me because I saw it a lot yesterday. People talking about, like, this isn't just about Kobe. There were eight other people on the helicopter, which is a complete fact. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know any of that information. Yeah. And the reason this is kind of has more traction is because Kobe was on the yeah. helicopter. So as a fan, we're mourning the person and the image that Kobe was. But like as humans, we're sad for everybody. Mm-hmm. I just don't know these other people yet. Yeah. But now we do. We do know them because Kobe was on the plane. Yeah. So that that was another thing, man, with the details coming out quick. Like it they said they over and over again said it's four or five people. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't until that lady that was doing the interview for doing the investigation on the helicopter, she that's when she said nine. there's nine, yeah. Um because originally I thought it was the first thing I saw was five. So I thought it was the pilot, Kobe, and three of his daughters. I did too. That's what I thought. Because it made sense because his wife would be with their newborn. Mm-hmm. So I got already basically committed to that being it. Yeah. Hard. Um, in case you don't know, um, it was a it was obviously a pilot um, named A-R-A? Ara? Um, Z-O-B-A-Y-A-N. I, just wanna, I don't want to mess people's names up. Um, and then the they said this. They said this a couple times on ESPN. The alto belly. Mm-hmm. That sound right? Yeah. Um, John Kerry and their daughter Alyssa, and then their coach for the team, Sarah Chester, and then oh no, that was the the coach was Christina Mauser. 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 Yeah, and then um, Sarah and Peyton Chester. So three girls on the plane with them, all headed to a game. Coach. Absolutely terrible situation. Yeah. Just terrible situation. Yeah. And I did, like, through all this, like, I've, I found out, like, who this John Altobelli guy was. And I saw, like, some quote that he was basically the uh, the Kobe of junior college baseball. And he worked with, like, a couple pro players. But then I, like, through all this, I kind of, like, figured out who his family was. And that his, his wife was also on the plane. His daughter was also on the plane. But then he also has two other kids that are older um, that they just lost both their parents yeah. and a sister. I know. And that the uh, like surviving son, he's like a scout for the Red Sox apparently. So yeah. I mean, I would, I, I would have had like no, yeah, it's unimaginable, but I would, I would have had like no idea who these, these people were exactly or their stories as much as I do. If Kobe was not on that plane. Yeah. I think people don't realize, too, this is something that Kobe did all the time. Yeah. This was a super normal trip. This wasn't like a, a rare thing for him. Man, just so unfortunate. I can't imagine being um, those kids waking up in your both your parents and your... Yeah. She's gone just so unexpected. Um, I mean, or the Bryant family, you know? And I think that's got to be... I can't imagine how hard that is, too, because, like, the world's mourning Kobe. But like, you're like, that's my dad. Yeah. You know, that's my husband. Man. Yeah, just such a such a painful deal, man. I think it just, I think it when it's somebody that big dies, I think it reminds you that, like, no one's exempt. 
Yeah. Not everyone gets the opportunity to live and be older. Like no one's exempt. And every day is should be viewed as more valuable than an um you know, you know how much time you have. It was it was interesting. I went yesterday my grandpa helped me with his computer and uh, he's a helicopter pilot, so like immediately was just like digging for information, but he like stopped talking for a little bit and just like stared at the floor. I thought he was about to lecture me. I thought I was in trouble for some reason. It's like a long pause. And then he just started talking about like the importance of life. And like how most of the time death is unexpected. And you can't prepare for it. And so I was just sitting there working on his Gmail account crying on his keyboard. <laughs> and then he just immediately transitioned back into uh, the Mavs. It was the best thing ever. This is what I needed, I think, in that moment. But I don't know why, man. That one, uh, this got me. I think it was really hard, too, just watching all the videos um, of his daughter, Gigi, too. Yeah. She, listen, she's a savage. Yeah, she she's was. a good ball player. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I saw, like, somebody tweeting. Um, I think a lot of people have, like, um, like, com- like, agreed upon that. Kobe's about to, like, change. Or like invest a lot into, or he kind of he already was, but he's investing like a lot into women's basketball. Yep, I think it was gonna blow up. I did too with his help. Cause like, just like that, I don't I don't know who she is, but that uh, college basketball player for Oregon, like I don't know who she was, but apparently she was super close with yep. Kobe. So Kobe Kobe was like invested in that world too, like trying to lift up the the woman basketball player trying yeah. to make that that league more popular than it is yeah i think that that's i don't know enough about like the marketing side of it but i don't think they've ever really done justice to what the WNBA could be mm-hmm. um so yeah man there's just so many it's just crazy to hear the amount of stories of people coming out about kobe they're like personalized stories that i feel like stopping and investing and yeah um, what I wanted to talk about big thing was, um, man, the social media side of this, I'm trying to just like give you the, my view on this, but like, so something like this happening in today's time with how social media is, do you think it's a good or bad thing? Um, both. I mean, I, I think the overwhelming majority of people were sharing like stories and how they're uh, how this this one guy like inspired their life and stuff like that but then there's also certain people who try to like turn it into just something yeah like they're they're trying to be the the outlier the um opinion that was against everybody yeah i think they did it just so yeah for some clout reasons yeah dude get out of here with that yeah i think it's great for information's sake information getting out like uh quicker i think that's not i don't know if i even say it's a good thing i think it's just like a selfish thing mm-hmm. like you just want info and you can get stuff and and you can get kind of deeper parts of the story yeah which is kind of again selfish like you get different perspectives i think one of the negatives is is the information is so fast it's hard to quickly oh, yeah. disseminate what's true and what's not yeah i saw somebody post four hours later um information about his um wife being on board with him and this is somebody that like I know, and they're like pretty professional person, 
and they were posting that. Like it just the web gets so messy mm-hmm. that it's hard to like. Dude, I thought for an hour yesterday that Rick Fox was dead too. Yeah, um, yeah. And I was and I was researching super hard. And I think Twitter's the best for finding in this in this information out. I think yeah. this is what keeps Twitter around is for breaking news. Yeah, that's that's where I went to first. Was Twitter. But man, it's just it's so hard to get good info and to make good decisions. And it's great in the sense that you can mass communicate to people like, hey, don't come out here to this crash site. Please leave the family alone. Uh-huh. Like one person, um, I think one of the benefits is like a shack or somebody who's close with Kobe doesn't have to go like have Fox or whoever ESPN swing by and do an interview. Like he can just put a thing out if he wants to and then he can back away. But I think just the amount of information is hard and it's it consumed my whole day yesterday. Yeah. I shut almost everything down and I was locked into it. Yeah. But it was hard, man, because like you're finding out about his daughters and like their privacy is getting completely leaked. Oh man. So I think it's a good and a bad thing. Um, I think one of the things I don't know if I mentioned this to you yet, but if you're a business owner, this is something I spent a lot of time thinking about yesterday. Creating content and scheduling content is massively important to your business, and I think you should do it. I think you should try to schedule out your month. But I think you also have to have somebody or yourself that's aware of when stuff like this happens that you're careful what's being posted. Yeah. I saw a lot of things yesterday, man, and I was looking for them on Twitter from a national scale and also locally. I was like, man, it's just not like the right time for that. You know? there's, There's a lot of that. And I think I think some people didn't mean it, you know? Like, you don't think about it. It's like set, schedule, let it go. And we're not going to have a lot of um, tragedies to this magnitude. Um, but I've seen it happen a lot with school shootings um, and things like that where it's like, oh, man, I probably shouldn't have posted about Sunday fun day at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Um, that's just not like a timely uh, post or tweet. So I do think that's something that if you're a business owner, you really need to be careful on. Because, yeah, I saw a couple ads and stuff too running that were like, man, that's super distasteful. But you don't know. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Everything happens so fast. Like by the time ESPN broke it, you, we, you and I had been talking about it for an hour. Think about that. Before they ever got on the, before they even tweeted, I think we were 30 minutes in, 40 minutes in. And I was 20 minutes in thinking about it before. You were 20 minutes in researching Rick Fox. Dude, yeah. I was trying to figure I'm like trying to, uh, and I don't know. I think that's probably unhealthy in me. I like have to know. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't want to wait for ESPN to break it. Like I want to figure it out. <laughs> Not for any other reason than like I just want to know. Like is this true? Because I just didn't believe it at first. Yeah, I, don't, I for sure didn't. I'm pretty sure I posted on my end. Think about this, how crazy this is. I have no connections to anybody in the NBA world. I'm not special. I posted on my Instagram, I think 30 or 40 minutes before ESPN confirmed it. And I was almost, I was 100% sure that something happened to Kobe. Based on just Twitter and TMZ. Yeah. That's kind of weird to think about. So I think, I just think a business owner should be super careful um, of scheduling content. And I think people just need to be careful about how they use their voice. Yeah. I don't think it's a, like any situation like this, where there's like a school shooting or like an icon and whatever industry dying, I don't think it should be leveraged for anything other than like 
reckon like recognize i don't think it should be leverage for like any type of agenda or like trying to like gain any type of recognition from this person's death yeah yeah i totally agree man i don't know man it's just so interesting like social media is just such an interesting thing where everybody now gets their own platform and their own microphone and it's just so crazy to throw shade at people celebrating the life of a man yeah like I don't know. Or like I saw a lot of like he's not as perfect as you think he is. Like, yeah, that that and what? I wonder how the the family of the other people who are on the plane feel about everybody disregarding their deaths just to focus on Kobe. Yeah. It's like a lot of that going around. We nobody knows who they are yet. Yeah. Like literally they ESPN hasn't released or nobody's released information. So I don't know. I just think that if you're listening to this, I urge with you. I didn't tweet people yesterday. I wasn't hateful on any social media, but I just like urge you, like, please be sensitive to like your perspective is your perspective. And you get, mm-hmm. it's very fair. You get to share it. But I think in a tragedy, I wouldn't leverage it to like make people feel bad. Yeah. You know, if it's not like life giving, um, I would just say it to your friends. Yeah. I agree. Maybe that's the best way to put it. I agree. So, I don't know. It's just hard, man. I don't have a lot of words on it. We don't want to spend a lot of time. Takeaways, if you're a business owner, I would just be careful at scheduling content. Uh, You should schedule content as much as you can. But I would be careful about having nobody that's just like, you just set it and let it roll for the year. I would definitely have somebody who's able to get to your page and uh, pull stuff down or or whatever because that can be detrimental. Um, And if you're just a human being, social media is a great tool, but know that not everything on it's true. Yeah. And also, like... If you're in the media, my prayer is that you are not sitting at Kobe's house today. Gosh. Like, leave his family alone. Yeah. Dude, we were sitting out there, uh, and again, I understand that the, the news and the media has a job to do. I completely get that. We were sitting out there last Wednesday at that guy standing on the bridge. Like, they're out there filming. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what they're filming. Maybe they're just filming the first responders. But it's also like, hey, super insensitive. Yeah. Not the time. Yeah. And so, I hope that people just, like... I hope that there's no narrative for a while. I know that I'm going to be in a huge bind Tuesday night when the Lakers and Clippers play. Yeah, the tributes are going to be amazing. It's going to be heartbreaking. I like almost don't want to hear from LeBron at this point. I don't really want to see Shaq. I think that's going to be a tough one. Um. So I don't know, man. It's just so much bigger than basketball. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. That's just been my prayer for those for the nine people aboard and the families is that the lives of those people could be celebrated and all the accomplishments they had and that the families can have the ability and the time to mourn. Yeah. Some young girls, man. A lot of life to live. But, and then also just like for everybody personally, like life short. I think it was, um, who was the other guy in there? Was that, was that Jay Williams? And what? Who's the other guy sitting next to, um, uh, Jalen, yeah, Jay Williams. Jay Williams, that was the thing he said yesterday, and I was listening to it on ESPN. He cussed. I let it go through. I loved it, but he just said like, if you have like basically, if you have any beef or you have a problem with anybody, like squash it now. Like this, this should remind us that life is fragile and short, and then that we should definitely uh, not take for t- today for granted. So, I don't know, man. I was a mess yesterday. Katie this- thought Katie thought something was wrong with me. I was in the bathroom for thirty minutes. I mean, it was just watching Twitter videos. It was shocking. 
I think it's just because I think for me personally, and probably for you as well, she's somebody that was so big in your like. Yeah, I mean his his, his reach was literally worldwide. Yeah, it just seems like somebody that has like that amount of reach shouldn't like I don't know. Yeah. Shouldn't even be like subject to die in like an un- unexpected manner. I know. I know. I know. Nobody can control like their like minute to minute of every day. But it just seemed like I don't know just how big he was and his reach within basketball and outside of basketball. He he seemed like one of those those people that was just going to be around forever. I know and that he had so much more to to give the world and to give the sport and to give his family. They give his fans the worst. And then just like that, just a, something that he did probably like every week. Just one, just a couple things went wrong and now he's not here. Yeah. Last fragile, man. Death doesn't care who you are. Yeah. Doesn't care how many points you scored. Doesn't care about your past, man. It just, it's coming. So, I don't know. Heartbroken for those girls, for the parents, for the, for all the surviving family. Um, and just hopefully there's some peace and comfort and um, as much as you can be given. And I don't know, man. Find somebody this week and give them a hug. It's fragile, man. It's weird. It's just weird that, like, this guy that you don't know, but you also feel like you know. Yeah. It's, like, hard to explain. Like, I, w- I watch him my whole life. It's just weird. Some people, like, said that I was... They reminded, I reminded them a lot of Kobe when I played basketball. Uh, That's I what a lot that. of people said, um, like in warm-ups. Yeah. I was like the Kobe of warm-ups is what people kind of referenced me, of wearing warm-ups. Like when Kobe wore warm-ups and I wore warm-ups on the bench, we looked similar. Yeah, I don't think y'all did. Okay. But I, I think that there's just kind of like a thought from some people. You know what I'm saying? Like people, I just heard people in passing, like when I'd walk by, they'd say like. This might have been like the other voices in your head saying that. I don't know, man. There's a lot, there's a lot of people actually. Um, Twitter accounts were made around it. Yeah. Yeah. So some of your burner accounts. Yeah. I mean, I made them. Yeah. I did make the Twitter accounts. But yeah. I saw a tweet yesterday that kind of made me um, happy. It just said like, please don't let the tradition of every time you shoot something saying Kobe, like go away. Yeah. Like keep that going. Kobe. Man. Yep. I remember, I remember doing that in my driveway. Yeah. I'd always say rainmaker. And then I'd say, Kobe. Shit that fade away. Kobe. Yep. He was so smooth with that. It looks it looks easy. Like especially after playing basketball. And then the other day we were shooting. And just like the the ability to like turn on a dime and then square your frame up is so impressive. Yeah. And he did it. He wasn't huge, was he? Was he like he, six five? Six, he was four? like six six. Six six? Yeah. He was big. But man, I don't know. There's just not many people that will play the game the way that he played it either. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite my favorite clips of all time. I can't remember who did it. I can see his face. I think. But when he tried to act like he was going to throw the ball off Kobe's face on the inbounds, he didn't even flinch. Who there's, was that? There's also probably I don't know if there's I don't know who did that. Um, I don't know if there's going to be if we'll ever see anybody play for the same organization for 20 years. I'm hoping Luca. Again. Luca might, Mike Trout might. I don't know though. Tom Brady might be leaving. Tom Brady might be gone. He's probably like the the biggest sure end to do that, and he might be gone now. 
Yeah, it started getting dicey there at the end. It kind of, like when Kobe was retiring, it, uh, there was moments I remember being like, ah, I, can't, I can't imagine seeing him in like a Nets jersey. Yeah. Like he, he has to go out of Laker. Like even MJ went to the Wizards. I know, and I hate that. Yeah. You don't even remember those years. Yeah. There's not a single highlight from those years. But for being with the same organization, the same community for 20 years. Yep. And I being don't, like the fixture and like one of the best basketball players for 20 years. I know. I don't think we'll see somebody pass his scoring uh, record in a game either. Oh. I just don't see someone scoring 81 in a Harden game. Harden could, but he's going to take like 150 shots. Yeah. Harden I, definitely could. I think Kobe took like 50 shots that game. Dude, 81 points. That's a lot. I remember watching his his very last game where the, he scored 60. I remember watching that. Oh, dude. I hope they play that today. On ESPN but, Classic or something. Yeah. They just run that game today. 60 points in your last game? You know what? I think that was probably bad for Kobe, though. He's like, Man, should I retire? Let's go one more year. Yeah. Now, he he got out at, like, the exact right time. A lot of people, like, prolong their careers. Yeah. And he just, he got out at the right time. He, I guess, uh, I think he was very self-aware that, um, like his his body wasn't what was what it used to be, his level of play wasn't where it was used to be. That he had a family now yeah. that he could invest in. I wonder how so, tough that is when you're getting to that point where, because those guys like Kobe and LeBron, they always get better. Like mentally, they understand the game better. They see uh-huh. things differently. I wonder when that point hits where you're getting at that peak mentally. Your body is starting to deteriorate. It's a young man's game. Mm-hmm. You're playing against 23, 24 year old guys that are just fresh. Like, I wonder how far you let that go. Because mentally, you keep getting better. You keep understanding the game better. You keep learning how to make your teammates better. And your body starts to go. I just wonder how far you let that. Yeah. You let that go. Because Kobe wasn't in the era either, really, where they were setting players. Yeah. You know? And I think that they've learned from that era, like, A, it's probably beneficial to not have LeBron play every minute of every game so his career can be longer. Yeah. And that and that dude like was like both ends of the floor. Yeah. He wasn't taking like defense off. No. Surprendous sometimes. But I think they've all learned from each other. Like you have to to have some longevity in your career, which Kobe did. But I also think one of the things that's been interesting is how much since he retired um, he's done from an entrepreneur standpoint. And I think it shows how much he was invested in basketball. Yeah. Like he could have been using some of that extra time outside of basketball to be doing other things, but he was like, I'm getting shots up. I'm going to be working out. I'm going to spend time with my family. And there was something about, I think, that retirement that allowed him to unlock a whole new door. Uh-huh. But my favorite thing about him that was brought back up uh, yesterday was when they asked him if who he thought the greatest of all time was or if he was, he said he didn't care. Yeah. So it is as irrelevant. It was cool that people like put him in the conversation, but like that's not, he didn't really care how people defined it. Yeah, he just wanted his body of work to be his body of work. Well, yeah, just, so dope. Just like seeing, like him on the sidelines of games and like outside, like not playing anymore. He just seemed like so happy. Yeah, being with his with his daughters. I don't know. Quick man. Yep, it all disappears quick. Well, our prayers to the uh, to everybody involved. It's the worst. I can't imagine. Um, yeah, it's just the freaking worst. So I still like waking up this morning, which is kind of like there was like a small part of me um, 
that still like had a belief that they were going to come out and be like, oh, Kobe just had his phone turned off. Everybody's fine. Like I just was hoping. Um, but yeah, if you're a business owner, be super careful um, around times like this, what you say. If you're a human being, just remember if it's not loving or beneficial. Yeah. You don't always have to make a point, especially in times like this. No. You don't have to use it as leverage to, to make a point about something. It's okay to just to be to be silent and let everybody mourn however they want to mourn without you chirping in with your opinion. Yeah. I saw some stuff last night too about like, you know, it's like the mentality of like we're mourning this guy we don't know, but there's bigger things going on in the world. It's like I understand what you're saying, but also with all due respect, shut up. Yeah. Like not the time. Don't care. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think he was, I think he was a lot of people's lights that were like going through hard hardships in their life. Like kids, yeah. like kids growing up. I think, I think he was, he was their light. Yeah. I can't tell you how many basketball camps I went to or coaches that quoted, um, like just talked about work ethic and they always talked about. Coaching. Oh yeah. Like he's, he's supposed to be the best player in the league right now and, he, and he's shooting more than anybody else in the league. No one's outworking him. Like, do you think those two things go hand in hand? That was always what it came back to. You got to work for what you get. I think he did. And uh, it's unfortunate that it cut, but I, I just hope that people celebrate his. I don't know. I, there's something refreshing about all these details coming out being about his body of work and his family and his life and like this whole thing and not being so much about. I mean, there's nothing we can do now besides celebrate and um, I don't know. So, I think we're doing this early morning podcast, man. That's kind of weird. It is. It is kind of weird. I think I just need to talk for a minute, process, so I can go back into my office and cry for five more minutes. <laughs> I'm. I honestly, I will not watch a basketball game until the uh, the Lakers Clippers tomorrow night. I will watch that game. I would not watch yesterday. I watched all the 24 second violations. I was crying. I was waiting to hear from LeBron. I saw that him get off the plane. I was done with that. Yeah, he hasn't actually like said anything yet, has he? No, man. I hope. You think I'll, he's going to play tomorrow? Yeah, I bet he is. I think he has to. But he, he might I be. think he knows he has to play tomorrow. He might be a new player the rest of the season, which he's already had a phenomenal season. But okay, storyline and selfishly, what do you want to see? Like, do you want him to be like? Do you want him to just lose his mind? I, I kind of want him to have like a have a, a little bit of anger the rest of the season. Yeah. Dude, I uh, I don't know. I don't know why I thought of him first. I think it's insane that he's a Laker mm-hmm. in all of this. I think it's insane that he passed Kobe the night before. Um, and I, and I, I can't imagine the weight on him either. I think he is one of those kids that grew up and he saw Kobe's route to the NBA and everything and was inspired by it. And He took it. Part, part of who he is today is because of Kobe. Yeah. Like I, th- I think there was a quote from him that said all he wanted to do in the NBA was make MJ and Kobe proud. <sighs> and then passing him, what, two days ago on the points list? Dude. And then the next day, one of your childhood heroes is, is gone? Yeah, the worst. That you became super close with? That's going to be pretty tough. So I hope, I hope he has like a... Please score 81. I hope he has a little bit of a, a edge to um, the rest of the year. I hope somehow... LeBron's at 81 with four minutes left in the game, and he sets it. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Just sets it. He'll probably, he'll, he'll probably score 24, though. And then set out. Yeah. Man, I don't really know how to end this podcast. I'm just like going through things in my brain. Do you have anything? You know what? Hit us with a word of wisdom. That's what we need to do. Give us a word I, I, of wisdom. I think, I think the word of wisdom is just built into this podcast. Just don't take life for granted. Like, I don't know. You never know. Yeah. So, invest in your kids. Invest in your family. Be present. Yeah. You never know when it's going to be be stripped from, from you. Yeah. Man. I think also, which I've already said, but like, man. If it's not beneficial to the situation, and it's not loving, just, I don't know, pipe down, maybe. Yeah. You know. Which is tough to say, because, like, we live in a in a great country where everybody has a right to say basically whatever they want. And I think that's fair, and I think you should, like, I think that's a fair right. I think there does need to be some uh, discernment built in with your free speech. Yeah, I think also realizing, like, I have a lot of uh, political views, right? most of which are not filtered through, um, like I don't know all the information, right? Uh-huh. So before I'm probably going to put out a tweet, I'm going to do some research. I think if more people just did some research and understood yeah. the situation, um, they wouldn't say it. So um, I think a perfect example is like instead of hating on people for uh, mourning Kobe and not the other people, maybe you could just take a stance where you just mourn the other people publicly. Yeah. Maybe that's something just like, hey, here are the names of the, the people, like pray for them. Versus just like scowling people for yeah for their morning like uh, yeah I didn't I didn't know who the other people were at first um, but after like finding out who they were learning their stories and just like those there's I, I just keep thinking about those two kids who are like yesterday they found out that they lost both yeah. their parents and a sister I know yeah it's rough and then like the the coach of the basketball team. Um, Mazer, however you say it, I don't remember her first name. Um, but I like researched and found her husband, and uh, he put something out on on Facebook, just asking people to like respect his family's privacy. And I think they had like three kids, and now he's like, there's three young kids just lost their mom. So, yeah, I like after because Kobe was on this plane, and after like all the final reports and everything came out, came out. Yeah, I do know who these people are. Yeah. And I do get them, like, mourn, like, their deaths now. Yeah. Because of the whole situation. Yeah. Just, it just, on those situations, like, from a normal person's perspective, a fan of Kobe, like, they were a fan of Kobe for a reason. Uh-huh. Like, they'd watched and they'd seen investment. And they just don't know these other people. So it's not anything, I mean, it's, it's heartbreaking if it was just rant anybody. Yeah. For anyone's life, if you're not heartbroken over the loss of life, like I don't know what to tell you. Um, I just think let people do what they need to do. So just because you have Twitter fingers and just because you have the ability to post doesn't mean you have to. I think that's an important thing for people. Yeah. Be loving. Um, I take care of people this week. I love you, man. Sorry I texted you that yesterday. Yeah, I had absolutely no idea. I just needed somebody else who uh, could do some research with me so we could figure out if I was going to lose my mind or not. And that, that was like one of the, I think m- maybe like the only like death of this magnitude that I was like 
in denial mode for a little bit. I know. You know how uh, two people, two separate people texted me while I was texting them. Um, Caitlin Cremains. Uh. On this podcast multiple times. I was texting her. I was like nervous to text her. And then she texted me and just said, it's not real. It's not real. It's not real. And I, at that point, I kind of already knew. Um, but I also knew the reports about his daughters too. So I just didn't tell her anything. And then she was finding stuff on Twitter. Um, and the other person um, was Keontae. Uh. I was texting him. I knew he'd be bummed and then he texted me immediately and just said like oh no I think this is real man weird feelings yep. be, be careful with uh, what you put out and uh, yeah find somebody this week give them a hug tell me you love them Whew. I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin scratching a lucky strike ad mad men my rapping is sort of old-fashioned Window shopping, hip-hop and mannequin Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs Elevator music, rock to the PM Dawn Copping a new John, mocking your crew song I'm dope in the pocket, plus hot with a suit on We mad men